Hello, and welcome back to Jason Eli's Stories to Get Stoned By. In case you're wondering what happened to your boy up here, well, let's just say my touring duties with the band got in the way a little bit. Now things are settling down to a dull roar, we're bringing you season two. You never know what you might quite get out there. Remember, if you'd like to sponsor and become a friend of 420, check me out over there on the redcircle.com or follow around and get to the Patreon account and throw your boy a shekel. We're going to be doing these once again every Sunday morning at 420, so make sure to stay tuned and tell your friends about Jason Eli's stories to get stoned by. While some states are known for their food or architecture, Florida is known for, well, the Florida man. (laughs) Depending on what websites you frequent, you may or may not be familiar with the Florida man meme. Over the years, people have noticed the state of Florida is home to a particularly sordid and hilarious flavor of crime stories. The Florida man is defined by the Urban Dictionary as a keyword used a lot to describe all the weird news stories about random Floridians committing weird and dumb crimes. Uh, due to the state laws regarding freedom of press about the fact that every police or court case must be made public. (laughs) Your typical Florida man headline often involves some combination of bizarre logic, daredevil behavior, public intoxication, shirtlessness, and more often than not, alligators. (laughs) These headlines seem to appear on the news on a weekly basis, and they almost always go viral. From the man who called 911 for a ride to Hooters to the man who tried to get an alligator drunk, the Sunshine State is home to a special breed of guy. So sit back, relax, light one up, stay away from the bath salts. It's the best of Florida man on stories to get stoned by. Florida man arrested for dialing 911 after kitten denied entry into strip club. Please don't tell me you've heard this one. Everett Legis was arrested outside of Emerald City Strip Club in Murdoch for repeatedly calling the emergency line to report that the club owner had refused to let his pussy into the jiggle joint. According to CBS affiliate WTSP, Deputies were called to the Emerald City Gentlemen's Club on Murdoch in South Florida's Gulf Coast shortly after the owner told Ledges to leave with the kitty. Instead, Ledges sat down outside the business and dialed 911 repeatedly. When the deputies spoke with Ledges, they noted that he appeared intoxicated. They told him he needed to leave the premises and insisted on calling a taxi for him. When the taxi arrived, Ledges wouldn't cooperate with the driver. Instead, he began yelling and causing a disturbance and insisted the club owner had committed a crime by denying entry to him and the cat. He kept on calling 911 on his cell phone, even though the deputies were already on the scene. Ledges was placed under arrest and had to be forcefully restrained. He was booked into the Charlotte County Jail on charges of misuse of the 911 system, disorderly intoxication, 
trespassing after warning and resisting arrest without violence. He was being held on a $4,000 bond. The kitten is reportedly in the custody of animal control. Maybe next time, legends, try the Pussycat Lounge instead. Florida man desperate for ride to Hooters calls 911 as well. Jonathan Hinkle allegedly told 911 dispatchers that he needed a ride to the prerogative eatery to help his grandmother who had fallen ill. Cops later learned that the 28-year-old Merritt Islands man's granny was perfectly fine and Hinkle was arrested on charges of misusing 911. Florida man once arrested for fighting drag queen with a tiki torch runs for mayor. If Google auto suggests the word arrested after your name, you probably ruled out running for public office by now. That is, unless you're Boyd Corbin. Boyd Corbin was reportedly dressed in an ironic KKK costume at a Halloween party in 2012 when he allegedly got into a brawl with a man in drag. A scuffle that would eventually land him in criminal court facing felony aggravated assault. The man in drag was assaulted with a deadly weapon, the Tiki Torch. (laughs) But that didn't stop him from running for mayor of the small city of Wilton Manors two years later. I've knocked on like 90% of the doors in Wilton Manors, Corbin tells New Times. I've been doing about two hours a day for the last month, three hours on weekends. I get a real good feel for what's going on in the city. People aren't really happy with what's happening. Let's hope he didn't wear that same ironic Ku Klux Klan costume while going door to door. Florida man tries to steal rack of ribs by stashing it in his pants? When cops busted Malil Alvarez Aguilar at an Indiantown store, he allegedly removed a full rack of ribs from his waistband. Police said the hungry 26-year-old was also smuggling fried chicken two packs of hamburger buns and some mashed potatoes. No word on where he stashed the mashed potatoes. A Florida man who was busted for allegedly smuggling syringes in his rectum into jail claims that they don't belong to him, according to officials. Wesley Dasher Scott allegedly pulled three syringes from his rump during a strip search. Asked why he had the needles, Scott claimed they actually belonged to someone else. (laughs) Scott handed the syringes over to authorities and claimed he'd found them. (laughs) He was then booked on several drug charges, and authorities also slapped Scott with an additional charge of felony possession of contraband in a county detention facility. Maybe he was just trying to cover his ass. Florida man arrested after botched 
castration surgery. <laughs> Officers with the Highlands County Sheriff's Office showed up to 74-year-old Gary Van Risley's home in Sebring after a 911 hang-up. Now, these are pretty routine, and deputies respond to many of them per shift, but most of them don't make the cut when it comes to being this memorable. Uh, this one will definitely hang around in the memory for a while. This one's a little, uh, let's just say, uh, sensitive. We could even say it's kind of nuts. <laughs> when Van Rosser answered the door, he told a deputy that he had just performed a castration on a man, and to say the least, he dropped the ball on this one. <laughs> the heavily bleeding victim was found on the bed with a towel over his groin. Nearby, there was a pink container which held two body parts that had recently been much closer to the victim. The cut-up man was rushed to an area hospital and later flown to a regional medical center. According to authorities, a room in Van Ryswick's home was set up like a surgical center with medical equipment and painkillers. A camera was also set up to record the procedure. Uh, police have, of course, arrested this Florida man and charged him with practicing medicine without a license, resulting in bodily injury. It's a second-degree felony, and his bond was set at a quarter of a million dollars. Florida man protects his car from Hurricane Dorian by parking it in the kitchen? <laughs> Patrick Eldridge of Jacksonville drove his smart car inside his home and into his kitchen to protect it from flooding and wind. My husband was afraid his car might blow away, his wife Jessica said on Facebook, so he just parked it in the kitchen. I think the smart car was smarter than Patrick. Florida man was reportedly arrested for trying to get an alligator drunk after his pal captured the reptile. Timothy Kepke, 27, allegedly fed beer to the alligator after his pal caught it with his bare hands in Palm City. Well, after the beer feeding, which was recorded, the reptile apparently wasn't a fan of booze and bit him. The duo released the animal back into the wild, but both men were later arrested. Authorities had obtained the video, it's unclear how, and confronted Kepke at his home where he copped to the crime. Both Kepke and Osborne were arrested and charged with unlawfully taking an alligator. Florida man busted feeding iguanas to an alligator in a jail zoo? <laughs> Jailbird Jason Aaron Gibson was still allowed to work in a small petting zoo on the Stock Island Detention Center. That is until fellow inmates ratted him out for feeding the giant lizards to Irwin the Gator, officials said. <laughs> Only in Florida would a jail have a petting zoo. 
A Newport Richie man was arrested on a felony charge after authorities said he threw a hot dog at a police officer. <laughs> Arrest documents say Jason Stoll, 47, was being warned of violating a city ordinance by an officer. Officers said he ignored the warning and continued to sell hot dogs in a road after his street closure permit had ended. Stoll was asked to put the hot dogs down, but he continued his attempts to sell it before becoming upset and intentionally throwing the hot dog at the officer. He was charged with battery on a law enforcement officer and resisting an officer without violence. Law and a man drives stolen truck to Space Force Base to war of battle between aliens and dragons. <laughs> Florida man was accused of driving a stolen vehicle to a Space Force base in Brevard County in what he called a mission from the President of the United States, according to reports. News reported Corey Johnson, 29, had stolen a truck from Riviera Beach and drove to Patrick Space Force Base near the Kennedy Space Center. When Johnson tried to get on the base, he claimed the president told him, in his mind, that he needed to take the vehicle and warn government officials that there were U.S. aliens fighting Chinese dragons. He was arrested and charged with grand theft of a motor vehicle. Florida man was arrested after he allegedly drove a motorized scooter into the shelves of a Walmart store while drunk. The 39-year-old was driving a Walmart scooter with his open backpack sitting in the basket, which, you guessed it, had an open bottle of Schmirnoff vodka in it. <laughs> He was promptly arrested for driving while intoxicated in a Walmart. A Florida man in Vero Beach had a very interesting defense for his DUI charge. The Indian River County Sheriff's Office responded to a report at a McDonald's where a woman claimed her car was repeatedly colliding with her rear bumper. When asked by the police how he was feeling, the offending driver claimed he was pretty good. After enunciating this joyful proclamation with a brazen swig from his open Jim Beam bottle, the arrest report accurately tells the rest of the story. He further explained that he was not drinking while the car was moving and only drinking when he stopped for stop signs and traffic signs, so... Clearly, he wasn't drinking and driving. A Florida man in Orlando blocked the path of a truck by performing flips in the middle of the roadway. The officers approached the gymnast enthusiast, but like a skilled streaker at a sold-out sporting event, he scrambled from their clutches, performing cartwheels in his escape. I don't know much about fleeing the law, per se, but cartwheeling to freedom doesn't sound like the most efficient method. <laughs> A viral video shows the guy wearing 
way too tight pants, broken shoes, and what looks like a crop top performing the acrobatics. The Orange County Police promptly arrested him before his third cartwheel. Florida man Joshua James was arrested and charged with assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill after Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation officials say he threw a three-and-a-half-foot alligator through a Palm Beach County Wendy's drive through window. After finding the reptile on the side of the road, a man ordered a drink from an employee and avoided paying by tossing his curbside vine into the restaurant. He's also charged with illegally possessing an alligator in petty theft. Jail records show he was released on $6,000 bail. Following his offense, the drug prohibited the accused from visiting Wendy's, touching people's dogs, and banned any possession of firearms. A Florida man has declared secession from the United States after purchasing a large 275-gallon container of personal lubricant from Amazon. He then went on to declare his two-acre property the Republic of Thapistan. <laughs> Local authorities are still questioning the legality of the situation. Florida man Jeff Gaylord reportedly turned himself into Jacksonville Sheriff's officials for murder. And the victim was his imaginary friend? Gaylord, 37, told officers that he'd stabbed Mr. Happy with a kitchen knife, cut up the body with a hatchet, and buried the victim in his backyard. He said the two had been friends for seven years and remorsefully added that he deserved the death penalty, preferably right now. <laughs> As for why he did happy in, his room was a mess all the time with his toys and his dolls, Gaylord toward police. He left his empty vodka bottles all over the kitchen, always left the toilet seat down when he peed. He messed up my apartment to the point where I just couldn't get it clean. Uh, before Hap started doing drugs and acting weird, Gaylord reportedly lamented, he was my best friend forever. We'd go dancing, play on the children's park equipment, both huge fans of doom metal, listened to it for hours with the lights turned off. <sighs> Gradually, they drifted apart, stopped communicating as well as they once did, and had a falling out over a birthday celebration. That one resulted in Mr. Gaylord being arrested for DUI after reveling at Hooters instead of Mr. Happy, who Mr. Gaylord claims was truly responsible. That drunk driving incident I got unfairly blamed for, and just how messy he'd become put me over the edge and I murdered him. It was an overreaction. I should have listened and 
got us into counseling, but no. I did the unthinkable and killed my best friend. I'm a terrible, terrible person, and I need to be punished. <laughs> Police told Gaylord he was very intoxicated, and Gaylord decided to threaten to kill police after they told him that they could not give him the death penalty immediately. Despite not executing him on the spot, he was, of course, booked on multiple charges. Florida man accidentally shoots self while bowling? <laughs> Witnesses had a Jupiter bowling alley said they thought it was a firecracker at first, but it turned out to be a gunshot. A man accidentally shot himself in the leg while bowling. Witnesses said the man had been carrying a gun in the pocket of his shorts. The guy just stepped up to bowl, Jim Miller said. I think he hit his leg on his backswing. Added fellow witness Mike Martin, the ball hit him in the leg, which triggered the revolver. <laughs> the man was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. He won't face any charges, except stupidity, according to the police. Florida man Jeff Waters was running a few errands when he unexpectedly found himself in police custody. His plan was simple. Gather up the usual accessories, bath salts, ninja throwing stars, stroll down to the bank to cash a $368 billion check so that he could finally realize his dream of opening up the world's largest underwater Italian restaurant. <laughs> well, for some reason, bank tellers became suspicious of the simple transaction and they alerted the local police. Cops arrested Waters on the spot. Waters said he purchased the blank check from a homeless man who assured him he could fill it out for any amount he wished. After confiscating his bath salts and throwing stars, they took this statement from the would-be entrepreneur. It's always been my dream to open the best Italian restaurant in the earth. I'd planned to make the restaurant 800 million square feet and be able to accommodate 300 million eaters at once. Plus, it was going to be totally underwater so people could look at sharks while they ate, but the bank wouldn't give me my money they owed me. <laughs> Maybe you should have pitched this idea on Shark Tank instead? Florida men are constantly just arrested for walking their dogs. Oh yeah, and 98% of the time they're also naked. Florida man keeps calling 911 because wife threw out beer <laughs> and gets arrested. A resident of South Florida was arrested after he kept calling 911 to report what he believed to be a serious crime. His wife had thrown out his beer. <laughs> West Palm Beach police say they responded to an evening call for help made by Carlos Buenomir. When cops arrived on the scene, the 49-year-old told them about his wife's actions, causing officers to explain that this is not the sort of emergency for which 911 is meant to be used. They also said, surprisingly, 
that he appeared to be intoxicated. Later that night, Carlos dialed 911 again, and then again, yelling at the operator and claiming that a female outside had broken into two of his beers. <laughs> Altogether, Carlos dialed 911 seven times in four hours. He now faces charges of misuse of the 911 emergency system for making a false alarm or complaint or reporting false information. A Florida woman was arrested for using 911 to summon an officer to her home with whom she wanted to have sex with. <laughs> Maria Montanez Colon, 58 years old, initially dialed up authorities in order to demand back the Corvette she had recently signed over to her stepson. This request was denied, and so was Colon's subsequent request after she told an officer she was so horny and hasn't been penetrated in years. When the cop asked what he could do for the poor Florida woman at the scene, she replied, Well, you could just fuck me. <laughs> the officer left, but uh, Miss Colon then dialed 911 again later in the night. And the same officer arrived with a second cop. The 50-year-old complained he was a perfect gentleman. But when I asked him to fuck me, he turned me down, so that made me angry. <laughs> when asked by the original officer if she remembered their chat about misuse of 911, she allegedly said, I do, but how else am I going to get you to fuck me? <laughs> Oh, Miss Cologne was arrested for misuse of 911 and booked promptly into the Charlotte County Jail. A pair of hapless accused Floridian trespassers spent two days in a closet thinking they were trapped inside. John Arwood and Amber Campbell told police that Someone had chased them into the closet at Daytona State College's Marine and Environmental Science Center. And once they were inside the janitor's closet, they couldn't get out. But it wasn't until two days later that Arwood decided to call 911. When Daytona Beach police arrived, they discovered that the door did not lock. <laughs> Cops found human feces and suspected drug paraphernalia in the closet, but they didn't find any drugs. Or maybe after two days, they just couldn't find any drugs left. Harwood and Campbell are both charged with trespassing, and Campbell was also charged with violating her probation. According to the Tampa Bay Times, a St. Petersburg police officer was investigating a break-in at the Chataway restaurant. Reviewing surveillance video shows a burglar eating a plate of chicken wings and drinking a beer inside the kitchen. The officer then stumbled across another incident from the night before. Video shows a different man riding his bike up to the restaurant pedaling around the parking lot for 10 minutes and slipping through the back gate. He opens the door to his shed after wandering around for a bit and 
removes a set of bongos. The man then gains access to the restaurant bathroom and exits naked. He sits at one of the restaurant's picnic tables and digs into a bowl of instant ramen noodles, which he had brought with him. The video also shows him playing the bongos, still naked. The burglar from the first video who ate the chicken wings and had a beer at the restaurant stole an estimated $500 worth of stuff, including cash tips, a laptop, a tablet, and a grocery bag he had filled with beer. Police identified the homeless man who played the bongos in his birthday suit, that his name's not being released to the public. The restaurant's not pressing charges on the homeless man because well, he meant no harm and didn't actually steal anything from the restaurant. As for the original burglar, uh, police are still looking for that scumbag. At first, this one seems benign. Brian Dwayne Stewart, 30 years old, was arrested after he reportedly threatened to kill his neighbors with kindness. Santa Rosa Sheriff's deputies said a neighbor heard yelling and banging coming from Stewart's home all day. At around midnight, the unnamed neighbor told police he heard Stewart tell another person in the house he was going to kill them with kindness. The neighbor, along with another neighbor who expressed concern for a woman and child who also lived in the house, reportedly went to Stewart's home to tell them to keep it down. Stewart then tried to kill them with kindness. Well, that's what he named his machete. Anyway, Stewart was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and aggravated battery of a person with a deadly weapon. Florida man just wanted to be a better baller? Responding to a call about a white male who was not wearing clothing inside Candyland Park in Longwood, it's an Orlando suburb, a patrolman discovered Jordan Anderson, 29 years old, shooting hoops while completely unencumbered by any clothing. And Officer William Humphreys asked Anderson what he was doing. The suspect stated he was working on his basketball skills and feels that playing naked enhances his skill level. Alas, exposing his balls did not make him a better baller. <laughs> Since Anderson was in public exposing his sexual organs, he was charged with indecent exposure and booked into the Seminole County Jail on the misdemeanor charge. Florida man Nicholas Bynum, 32, was charged with reckless driving, battery of a police officer, resisting arrest, drug possession, and concealment of a handcuff key. According to authorities, it all started with a disturbance call at a Baker County residence. When the Baker County Sheriff's Office arrived, they saw Byram leave in a Jeep. The authorities soon gave chase. During the pursuit, which reached speeds of up to 110 miles an hour in a 45-mile-an-hour zone, Byron made repeated attempts to strike the patrol car that was chasing him by throwing beer at them during the chase. The chase ended when the Jeep lost its left rear tire, sending it into a ditch where it struck a tree. As police approached the car, they shouted commands to Byron to exit the Jeep, but he refused, so 
Deputy Zen deployed a K-9 officer, Officer Mansoor, who engaged Byram in the vehicle. Mansoor bit Byram in the right shoulder and arm, and Byram punched the K-9 in the head and attempted to wrap his hands around the dog's muzzle. Byram was tased, and EMS was dispatched to scene to treat Byram's wounds. When Byram's vehicle was searched, and to no one's surprise, uh, drugs were found in the vehicle. Byram was taken to the hospital, where it was discovered that Byram had a handcuff key he'd concealed in his rectum. Oh, and Byron was also driving not a suspended driver's license. An officer was sent to a local motel regarding a Florida man wanting to file a report about someone leaving a hamburger outside his hotel room door. According to Byron County 911, the complainant advised them that when he picked up the hamburger, he got mayo on his hands and wanted a report. Upon arrival, they began speaking to the complainant. He picked up a hamburger from in front of his hotel room door and got mayo on his hand. He said he wasn't thinking and didn't wash his hands until about 10 minutes later. He said he placed the hamburger in his trash bag, made contact with his hotel management, and gave them his trash bag to be properly disposed of. He expressed his concern with getting mayo on his hands and the possibility of contracting something from it. He said according to his television and someone named Como that he needed to report the incident in case he becomes sick in a week. He was also advised not to call 911 unless it was a true emergency. He was apologetic but felt him touching the mail really was an emergency and he wanted to document the incident. Therefore, he was given a business card with a case report number and briefed on how to obtain a copy of the mayonnaise incident report. Florida man is facing felony charges after police said he let a 12-year-old girl drive his SUV and told her to speed because he wanted to be a cool father, even though he's not her dad. <laughs> Sean Michelson, 41, told the arresting officer he's friends with the girl's mother and that the girl and her friend were staying with him for a few days, according to court records. He said the girl had asked earlier in the day if she could drive his Jeep, so he thought it'd be cool and that he was trying to be the cool father. Police reports said Michelson also told officers yeah, he'd been drinking. Jupiter Officer Craig Yoakum said in his arrest report that he spotted the Jeep making illegal U-turn and then speed away. He followed the Jeep and reached speeds of 85 miles an hour in a 45 mile an hour zone before he was able to pull it over. He said that when he asked the 12-year-old girl why she was driving so fast, she said, well, Michelson told her to. Michelson is charged with child neglect, allowing an unauthorized person to drive and causing a minor to become a delinquent for buying the girl's vape pens. Oh, he says they asked, according to authorities. So he let him. Two Florida men got into an argument over which type of milk was better, almond milk or whole milk. The argument got heated, eventually escalating into a physical altercation. 
After being punched in the face, the victim was chased by the suspect while he held a pocket knife. The victim was then struck with a knife, causing a small laceration on his torso. The suspect cried over spilled milk because the victim wouldn't agree that his choice of milk was obviously superior. Deputies arrested and charged Justin Garcia with aggravated battery. Florida woman wasn't loving it when she was arrested on New Year's Day because she couldn't get her desired dipping sauce. <laughs> McGuire Marie McLaughlin, 19 years old of Vero Beach, Florida, was arrested after threatening to rob a McDonald's in Vero Beach. According to the police report, after getting her food, McLaughlin requested extra dipping sauce with her order. The employee told McLaughlin that extra dipping sauces were 25 cents, at which an argument ensued. McLaughlin further stated that she will be getting the sauce by whatever means necessary. <laughs> However, she didn't specify what she meant by that, according to the report. McLaughlin allegedly was yelling profanities at several employees, stating that she would rob the establishment if she did not get her dipping sauce. Spoiler alert, she didn't get her sauce and the store was not robbed. McLaughlin was taken into custody for disorderly conduct. She needed to be placed into mechanical restraints by the arresting officers because she kept locking her legs, refusing to walk forward, according to the report. She was transported to the Indian River County Jail quickly for processing. Another machete-wielding Florida man stole an excavator and crashed it into a Walmart. <laughs> On September 12, 2023, a man named Jesse Smith, 47, hot-wired a yellow excavator valued at $350,000 from a construction site in Gainesville, Florida. He then drove the escalator along 42nd Street, hitting buildings, fences, light poles, downing power lines, and generally causing about $2 million in damage. Smith then crashed the excavator into the wall of a Walmart, damaging the loading dock in the south side of the store. He ran inside the Walmart with a machete, but soon dropped it and was arrested by the police. He's charged with six counts of felony and one misdemeanor, including grand theft, property damage, resisting an officer, and trespassing. Well, I hope you enjoyed this weekend's episode of Jason Eli's Stories to Get Stoned by Florida Man. <laughs> Keep it classy, Sunshine State. Once again, I try to do these every Sunday morning at 420, but uh, yeah, sometimes the touring dudes get a little bit away. Be sure to like me on Facebook, guys. You'll get a little you know, nudge once in a while when I got a new episode coming down. Also, if you'd like to log on to that Patreon account and throw your boy a shekel, you sure can. Or log on to RedCircle.com and be sure to sponsor Chase and Eli's stories to get stoned by. Heading out to the great Midwest to go play some music this week, so I'm going to try to make sure we get one dropped on Sunday morning at 420. Stay tuned. We got plenty more to go. It's Chase and Eli's stories to get stoned by. <laughs>